This is episode 173. I've got a lot of knob hanging over my enclosure. <laughs> the choice of emphasis between how it was said in, in context and how it is said now is a world of difference. Yeah, it kind of is, but you know. <laughs> was that acceptable? Absolutely. It was fabulous. Thanks. All right, perfect. Uh, perfect. That's it. That's the tone control. You're here. You're welcomed. Okay. <laughs> Doug, anything you want to say that would be really embarrassing and that you don't want on the tape, now's the time. <laughs> Definitely not going to it's be It's not recorded. recording yet, so. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> well, uh, hey, man, welcome to the Tone Control again. It's We're back. We're back as hell, as Brian says. We're back as hell. <laughs> Do we have the title already? <laughs> I think I wrote, I did write I'm back as hell down as a title, and now that I've said it in the episode, I guess it's an option. Yep. So um, yep. before I forget, because we do this every time there's a guest, Doug from 37 Effects is here joining us tonight, and we're going to talk about some gear news, and then we're going to talk about some some pedal building, and we'll we'll do it probably in that order. Does that sound good? <laughs> Works for me. Cool. Sounds good. Thanks for joining us on such short notice. I asked you to be here like 10 hours ago, and you were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm easy. In Sounds every way good. possible, I'm easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's going on the list. Yep. <laughs> cool, man. Well, everybody, I've been thrilled to see the fun, fun action going on in Discord these past couple of weeks. Um, I know I don't chat as much as everybody, but I lurk wicked hard. <laughs> <laughs> and occasionally chat. Um, I think it's been popping off. Yeah. It's been popping off. There's yeah. still a lot of activity, a lot of new names from the episode with Rhett, which was really great. Yep. I'm still so learning I'm, a few names. I, my favorite thing is signing or is like looking at my phone and there's been some activity over the last few hours and it's just people chit-chatting, just talking about gear, yep. talking about music. I love that. I like that. Um, <laughs> it's sort of this like self-sustaining <laughs> thing. It's a great gift. <laughs> 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 the gifts are strong already. It's going to be a strong night here, boys. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're going to be fine. <laughs> okay. Um what am what am I up to? What what what's been what's been going on? What's what's new? What's new, Derek? With me? What is new? Yeah. Um Let's see. I traded in my old iMac and a bunch of other Apple stuff that I had laying around the house. Two old iPads and two old Apple's Watch. Oh, wow. And um, I got 470 bucks in Apple Store wow. gift cards. So I think I'm going to buy an iPad. Nice. They 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 do that crap at the store. You just you just. I did it online. Um, they they oh, take okay. some That's things back at the store. Like they'll take I think you know mobile devices back at the store. Uh, but Do they for like big Tron, things like, like de-res your stuff and just absorb it. Yeah, they just like there's this contraption that comes out of the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, <laughs> they, how yeah. did they get that into my house? 
Yeah. So they for big things like IMAX, they send you, you you go start with it on the Apple website and then it goes out to this third party company. Um, You put in your serial number and they just have everything about your machine. So they say like you have (laughs) your fingerprints and stuff. Yeah, they say like which are literally in your computer. They say like you have a twenty thirteen. Yeah, (laughs) 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 they say you have a a twenty thirteen iMac with this processor and this hard drive and whatever, and then you just check like yes, it works. You know, yes, good physical condition, that kind of stuff. And then they send you a return kit, and uh, just like trading in a cell phone, like when you get a new yeah. cell phone, it's the same thing, except the box is fucking huge. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I sent in a bunch of stuff and got you know like things that were laying around the house. And then what am I going to do with an old iMac that is that doesn't run that well? You know, so yeah. I'm better off uh, getting some money for it rather than waiting around and letting it depreciate even more. Right, and pretending then, like, it's a backup computer that, yeah. come on. Come, come on. on, you come on. If your computer so, broke and you were without it for a couple of days, you would use your, like... I'd use my work computer, computer or something. Yeah, yeah, right. So, <laughs> But anyway, I was like, wow, you know, 470 bucks, like that's pretty close to something like an iPad. So I'm, I'm working on that. And I'm I, mm-hmm. the new one, the new iPad Air is coming out, like, soon. And they said October, and that's where we are now. So That's, um, that's now. That's it's the Ides more, of October. Yeah. Right more now. like when are we? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm waiting for one of those to drop. I just got the, right the gift cards in the mail today, or in the in the mail in the email today. So yeah. this is an interesting thing. I just confused email for mail, and earlier I confused mail for email. It's all it's, mail. It's all it's, right. It, exactly, exactly. That's that's kind of what I was going to say. It's fusion. It's this. This is what's happening. I'm Syner- I'm locking. I'm interlocking my fingers together for the listeners it's, at home. It, synergize. Synergize. <laughs> I got two pieces of political mail today. Uh oh. Um, Wait, is this is this email or real mail? Because now physical we don't mail. know. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Well, that's yep. why I was confused. I was talking to Beth about it. I was like, look at this email. Wait, look at this mail. <laughs> <laughs> See that kind of mail never makes it in the house with me because the yeah. the yeah. mailboxes in be- the garbage pails are in between the mailbox and the house, so <laughs> it goes right in the recycling. That's the trick. So for me, I, I if I open the garage to go out and get the mail, then I'll walk right by the recycling bin. Just paper just falls just right in, in there, there yep. almost exactly. as if by accident. My yep. dog loves tearing up paper. Like any like toilet paper tubes or paper towels, paper plates, anything that's kind of just yeah. that he can tear up, like um, like like soda boxes, that sort of thing. Uh, he's all about it. So we bring it in and we let him tear it to bits. Nice. <laughs> it's cathartic. Yeah, we're like Charlie. What do you think of this politician? <laughs> just tears it up. <laughs> Goes bonkers. So um, that's what's going on with me. Hopefully next time I'll be I'll be iPaded. I don't know. I don't know. Was the uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just reek of iPad. Yeah. Uh, well, I can use it as an extra monitor. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll but, be uh, uh, yeah a really exciting conversation. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> is he I think, kidding? I don't know. Um, what else is new? I got a cool book. Um, from, from actually from a podcast, ninety nine percent Invisible published a book, and I got a copy, so I'm pretty excited about that. That's that's where cool. I'm coming in now. You know, it's about a, re- um, a review copy because of your your a book because of my high podcast status. Yes, uh, media source, please. Thank <laughs> uh, you. I got it on Prime Day, and 
Like this book just came out like like a week or two ago and it was already 40% off for Prime Day. So I was like, ooh, I'm going to jump on yeah. that. As much as I don't want to give Jeff Bezos money or clog up, you know, the postal system anymore. But um, like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's books though. I mean, there there's something about getting a book from Amazon that is a little bit... Yeah, it's a little, um, right, retro. So, well, for one thing, we get our Amazon. real 1995 right there. Actually, that was pre-Amazon, wasn't it? We get our our Amazon deliveries delivered by Amazon here. Like, they don't come UPS or FedEx or USPS. Yeah, I get Uh, some of both over here, yeah. We live very close to an Amazon distribution center. Mm. So the kinds of stuff that must be in that building is staggering. So some things we can get even same day, which is just crazy how that can even work. But it yeah, happens. Yeah, that happens here too. We're, it's mm, such we're a really wild close experience. to one, I know. It really is. Yeah, all of a sudden I'll, I'll get a notification on my phone at like five in the afternoon that, you know, it's out for delivery. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, wow. you know, because they're driving it from two towns over. And yeah. it's strange. If you get on the highway northbound, um, like kind of early mid morning, you can see there's a fleet of Amazon trucks going south from where the distro center is. So Mm -hmm. it's crazy. Um, But then in my hometown down in Connecticut, there is this humongous new mall that got built. And there's a big, big, big shopping mall, all the big names, including Mm -hmm. Amazon with a brick and mortar store. Really? Right, yeah. and it's and we talked about this a little bit before. Did it's we? not a pickup center, right? No, it's, it's like a store. A, it's like a store what which you can shop upon with merchandise, right? And you can walk mm-hmm. in and like you, know, you pay with your Amazon account, or I'm sure you can just use a card at the counter. But all the prices match the online prices, which also yeah. staggers me because that stuff changes daily. And how do they determine what to stock in the store? I have yeah, no it's idea. Be How best could I sellers, I guess. It's crazy. Yeah that, yeah, that is weird. I bet they have a lot of data though about like demographics and totally. Like, locations That's what I mean. And stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested in that kind of stuff. But anyway, this book is called uh, Stand By. <laughs> the the ninety nine percent invisible by. city: a field guide to the hidden world of everyday design. Which I'm all about that kind of. So yeah, that sounds yeah. very like you. Man. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think you'll appreciate this. The first chapter is called "Inconspicuous," <laughs> and <laughs> the second chapter is called "Conspicuous." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, that's that. I'm done. Okay. Right on. Right on. <laughs> well, um, Doug, we haven't chatted very much before, but yeah. Uh, instead of getting to know you, why don't you just tell us about your last, uh, I don't know, week or so? <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot going on. The pedals, yeah. of course, we'll, we'll talk about that. But um, I also just started a podcast with a couple of buddies. You might have. Uh, yeah. Joe O'Rourke from Like My Pedals and Eric Pabone from uh, Eric Pabone Art. Uh, we started a uh, movie podcast called Masters of the Cinematic Universe. So That's we've got awesome. a few episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm having a good time with it. Um, our second review episode drops tomorrow. Uh, we're doing every two weeks, like you guys, because we need time to watch these movies. <laughs> we can't, <laughs> right. we can't, yeah. I don't have time to cram a movie a week and take notes because, you know, we did, uh, you know, we're doing Halloween. No, pardon me. We're doing uh, Ghostbusters tomorrow. Oh, and awesome. then Halloween <laughs> is dropping two weeks from now, the day before Halloween. So, right. uh, yeah, we definitely need those two weeks. But it's been really fun. You know, I mean, I, I started yeah. guesting on Joe's Just Surprise Me 
podcast and just had a good time with it. And then we uh, decided to get together. So that's uh, it's taken a lot of my time over the last couple of weeks, but it's well worth it. We're, we're having a yeah. blast. So that's great. Podcasting um, is so fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know what? And it makes me the cool dad. I mean, you know, <laughs> my kids, you know, my kids are all grown. I, you know, my, my youngest is 21. He He's still yeah. at home, but the, I'm still the cool dad. Like I, I, you know, yeah, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> we have our conversations. Oh, the kids are scattered, but you know, we have our conversations almost nightly and you know, they're always checking up on me, seeing what I'm doing. So, um, it's pretty interesting. I like it. I'm trying to think like if my dad came to me and said, I'm going to start a podcast, I think I would drop dead. <laughs> 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 like yeah. in the in the best way, I would I would be like first yeah. of all, right. we need to talk about your favorite podcast. Like <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but, exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't. That's that's awesome. Meanwhile, Brian's here in the chat bragging about his Ghostbusters stuff. Yeah, as usual, it's so and, cool. I'm not jealous well, at all. Yeah, I mean, well, the du- the dude has ammo. So yeah. it's not, <laughs> this isn't yeah. uh, this isn't an empty. He's brag. our resident Ghostbusters subject matter expert. So oh, it's always good. To, you need one of those. You absolutely do. Yeah, we were lucky. So Eric is that that guy for for Ghostbusters. He yeah, he knows everything about it. So That's yeah, great. and it's cool because we take turns. You know, we, we 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 each pick movies. So you know, who's ever picked the movie, they're going to take the lead that episode because they probably know more about it than the other. That's a good way to do so, it. Um, you know, and it's. It's going to be a. It's going to you know offer a lot of variety. You know, I'm obviously going to try to bring some more old school stuff that you know you young folks haven't seen or you know <laughs> haven't thought about seeing before. Um, but you know, yeah, it's going to be a nice mix, and we're you know we're focusing on movies that most people know, but we are delving into some lesser known stuff, and you know we're even going to look at movies that you know may have been critically panned or even you know, panned in the box office. Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know, so we can keep it, we can keep a nice mix going and, and uh, keep the audience interested. So that's cool. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have to check that out. I'm way, my podcast listening schedule is a disaster. I basically, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't have one. Is the <laughs> Yeah. It's the same for me. I yeah. mean, I, I've got, I've been working from home since Ooh. March. Um, yeah. And coincidentally, I, my new role within my company has me working remotely. So, I'm knocking on wood and hoping that this is going to continue, even if things, you know, quote, normalize. But yeah, my podcasting schedule, yeah, it, it got thrown for a loop. I mean, when I was driving to work, right? you know, I had my hour or two, an hour and a half in the morning and at night. And I Monday through Friday was done. And now it's just, yeah, it's, I'm behind on some stuff. I'm caught up with other stuff. So I get it. Yeah. There mm-hmm. it is. Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yep, that's the here one. It is, here it is in Overcast. We did um, Goodfellas in our first episode, so yeah, uh, that's that was great. A fun you know one. that that's yeah. literally what I was going to ask you about. So on my other podcast, uh, one of the guys has taken to uh, ending each episode by talking about like what movie came out on some like decade ago. Right? Well, that's cool, and that's it's like, idea. oh man, it's been twenty years since Empire Strikes Back, you know. Yeah. And Goodfellas was uh, a few weeks ago. And the podcast host was like, yeah, I didn't care for that. What? And this is like on the heels of, of um, what? Him, him, him admitting that he didn't really think the Beatles were uh, all they no. were cracked up to be. <laughs> so we had to, now it's, it's all good natured and everything, of course, but yeah, it was yeah. just so funny because the, the uproar. Oh, I believe <laughs> And I was literally going to go, what'd you think of Goodfellas? And then you said that. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't understand I, I, how anybody I, could say that, but to each his own. <laughs> I think right. when people say, I don't like the Beatles, it's, this is my spicy take for the night, I guess. Yep. yep. It's because it, that is their personality. They are, I don't like the Beatles guy. Right. Right. <laughs> Which, like, I first just, of all, yeah. no one asked. <laughs> <laughs> I think, exactly. um, if I'm being honest about it, like, I, I think there's a sincerity to it, at least in his case. And um, this is something that that's going to be, this is something, I, I don't think we're going to have any mixed demographics here. Like, the audience I'm speaking to now um, yeah. overlaps 0% with that. Um, it's, it's the different kind of music listener, though, um, yeah. that you would have had to have been a teenager then to like the Beatles. Yes. You know, because if you come to it now, I mean, the Beatles is not like what's going on now. No. Uh, and so, like, even if you like music and don't even have, like, a genre that you associate with, right, you're just kind of, like, into whatever's going on in music, mm -hmm. um, the Beatles is not what's going to come up and it's not going to seem relevant. Yeah. Um, but for somebody like like me and, like, I think most people who are listening to this show, you're, like, I hear the Beatles in, like, at least 50% of the music that I listen to that's modern. You know, I'll hear oh, a, a uh, yes, harmonic quote or something where I'm like that sounds like the kind mm -hmm. of the kind of lead you know that would have that, that the Beatles would have like put yeah, in the it's, song, a, it's a know? trick the Beatles would have done yeah yeah um, and, and and that's and that's kind of what I said then too I was like I was like you don't have to like the Beatles um but mm, their yeah. influence on music is not yeah. deniable you know there it's like there mm -hmm. is tons of stuff that you like that guess what they either invented or like you know, put put the first bricks in the so, road for so. Yes. Yeah, that that happened totally to me agree. with listening to some. Like, I kind of missed the boat on Smashing Pumpkins when I was younger, mm -hmm. and some years ago, I was like, I'm finally going to do it. I'm going to go like really w with sincerity listen to Smashing Pumpkins, and the same thing happened, but like much like for a more recent time, right? All these bands yeah. that I listen to now, it's like, oh, well, like that sounds just like so and so. And like, well, this was right. from the mid '90s, so they got it from Smashing Pumpkins, who probably yeah. got it from someone else. And and you can <laughs> yeah. do that all day long, but like, that's the best way to find music in general is to like go find your band's favorite band. Sure, no, true. that sure. happened a lot. I mean, for me, it's funny because my first guitar teacher back in the '70s, the late '70s, he wanted to teach me nothing but the Beatles. And I was having none of that because I was a snot-nosed teenager. <laughs> but his whole point that he tried to get through my thick skull at the time was that if you can learn the Beatles or if you can play the Beatles, you can play anything. Because mm -hmm. you can use the tools that you've, you've gained from learning, you know, Beatles tunes and the chord progressions and the melodies and everything and mm -hmm. then apply it to anything else, no matter how, like, quote, soft or hard it is. And I didn't get that, you know. Uh, he was a smart man, and I was, a, like I said, a snot-nosed teenager, so. I think you got to listen to music with with kind of some context. You know, I've known plenty of people who just don't care for classic rock because they they didn't grow up with it. And I think a lot of people right. like classic rock because they grow up with their, their parents listening to that kind of music, which is true for me. Yeah. Um, and I learned to love it also as a guitarist because, yeah. you know, just, and, and now when I listen to it, I try to think, I try to actively think no one had done this before this, no one had made this sound before this tape or like this recording. Mm -hmm. Right. And no one had heard anything like Led Zeppelin before Led Zeppelin. And to put that into some context for myself, it's just like, I can get excited about that again, like now, even though Led Zeppelin has influenced everybody, but 
Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like you got to listen to it and be like, man, when, like when it must've been crazy when, I mean, to call Nirvana classic rock feels weird, but like to call like when <laughs> so Nirvana, <laughs> I know, but like <laughs> when Nirvana happened, I was too young, but like that must've been insane to, to yeah. like see that in pop culture. That must've been a wild yeah. time. And I, I love thinking about that. It was um, because I was never the biggest Nirvana fan, but the first time I heard Nirvana, I just knew, you knew that it was special, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I I was very musically contrarian for a long time. So that's a <laughs> word we could use for your Goodfellas friend. <laughs> Maybe. Um, well, actually, just, this happened. You know, Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I, that, that's, you know, so... Yeah, I knew it was special. You could tell it was special, even if you weren't the biggest fan of it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think. Sorry, sorry, Derek. I, I think no, no. the just on this point, the the thing about saying I don't like the Beatles from the perspective of a non musician person mm-hmm. and and someone who didn't grow up with it is is like they think that you know the Beatles is as like as as the um, sort of a ghost of what it is, right? Of, of the, mm-hmm. the the feeling of what the Beatles is. They think of it like, you know, do I like, um, you know, Pantera or Metallica? I, you know, I pick yeah. one. That's my identity. And it's like mm-hmm. my identity is not that I like the Beatles. That's not what liking the Beatles is, I don't think, at least not anymore. Um, right. And liking right. the Beatles is a different thing. It, it, and And so he's saying, I don't listen to the Beatles. Yeah. I think that's what mm-hmm. he's saying anyway. But anyway. Yeah. So, or like yeah. the Beatles yeah, yeah. don't matter to me kind of thing. Like they don't, they're not yeah, a, a like thing directly. that I, I think about. Yeah. So this yeah. happened to me recently with the passing of Eddie Van Halen. Like yeah. we haven't talked about that yet, but um, there's not much to say because that hasn't already been said. But mm-hmm. I, of course, went and listened to a bunch of Van Halen because the the dude, it, it hit me harder than I thought it would because I was never like a self-identifying, like if people ask me my favorite Classic rock bands, Van Halen's not the top of mind for me. Um, but then after listening to a bunch of Van Halen, it was like, this is happening again. This is, no one had done this before. Right. And to listen to guitar playing the way that Eddie played for the first time must have been brain meltingly awesome. I can vouch for that. <laughs> it was. I mean, I, I remember specifically the day um, I was in my friend's basement, you know, we, it was, I don't know if we had a band practice that day or not, but we were hanging out. So we were good friends and he had, he got the album and popped it on. And yeah, you hear, we heard eruption and that's what it was. Your, my head it seems exploded. Like, right. Uh, I have said this a few places across the internet and I'm going to say it here just so it's on our podcast record too. Um, <laughs> the, the list of great guitarists is very, very long. And the list of important guitarists is also very, very long. But the list of guitarists who fundamentally changed the face of the instrument and the way that we uh, design equipment, the way that we play it, the way that we write music for it, the way we record it, that list is really short. Correct. And I think I Eddie Van Halen is on that list. Because yep. like, there's, there's sounds named after him. There's famous guitar amps, like the 5150. Yeah, it's a Van Halen yeah. amp, you know? Exactly. And like there's there's entire genres of music that have popped up because of the way that he did his whole thing. So that's 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 it. That's all I got for that. Yep. But like he is he's the one <laughs> of the kings of changing all the shit that we take for granted all the time. <laughs> Agreed, yeah, totally. And, and you know, people do um bend and break rules and do something that's wild and different on the regular. Yeah. 
Um, but it it's not going to be for another 30 or 40 years before we find out if they're one of those people. You know Correct. what I mean? Like, cause it, it's not that they, it's not that they still haven't done the thing. They might've done it already. It's just, mm-hmm. is it, is it really going to be one of those things that actually does, um, permanently change the face of things? Yeah. And the music industry is so different now too. It's like that lightning in a bottle <laughs> thing of like what Van Halen was doing at the time, right place, right time. Yeah. But can that yeah. happen anymore? Anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and probably, I mean, yeah. come on, come on. Right. I think all kinds of, I, I think the world is, is ripe. The internet fixes all kinds of things that probably prevented more of those events from happening uh, to mm-hmm. begin with, um, they're different now, and and who you know who knows? Maybe it'll move faster, and and none of them will last as long individually because Maybe. it's moving all faster. But Maybe. Hmm. Brian about- in the chat invokes <laughs> Axel Rhodes, <laughs> <laughs> um, which I appreciate. Yeah, bringing it way back to what three episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> It feels what feels like an eternity ago when we invented our mascot and is true to form for the tone control. Never mentioned him again. Thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the tone control. Visit pedalgenie.com and start your wish list today. I was just going to say, we should like start this damn podcast. <laughs> we can if we want to. Um, masters of our own destiny. So, um, should we talk about just, just a bit of guitar news? Guitar world news. Now, my understanding is that there's actually a lot of guitar news, but we don't give a shit. Is that right? Uh, there's a little bit of that. There's also, yeah, well, it's not that I don't give a shit. It's that I just have other priorities. <laughs> this is the you third know, arm. Like, yeah. Like work and school and just like living my life. Um, yeah. But I, so there's like, there's a bunch of news from Fender. There's a whole big line of guitars from Fender. But I asked in the yeah. chat, like, if that was something we wanted to talk about. Because I feel like everybody's talking about it. All it seems like the, everybody in the chat took care of it in about an hour. Yeah, done. all of the guitar YouTubers that I follow have already talked about it. And I feel like mm-hmm. chances are a bunch of people here might also follow some of those people. So Fender's yeah. got a whole new lineup of guitars. Go check them out. They're pretty cool. Okay. Okay. Done. <laughs> Rad, so, but but maybe we, maybe MXR? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about MXR. Yeah. Okay. So MXR, uh, maker of some pedals or whatever, um, <laughs> makes a tremolo, I guess, or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cor- that, right. that is correct, yeah. That's it. Are we done? Uh, I mean, efficient AF, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so the MXR tremolo, the M305 tremolo. Yeah. Multifunction trim pedal in a normal sized MXR enclosure. Okay. Okay. Offers six waveforms, including the original M159 stereo trim from MXR. Does it have stereo out? That yep. one is based on a Fender amp trim from all those years ago. So it's an older pedal, and they've taken that same circuit and put it into this new one because a lot of people really liked it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, there's oh, also... Oh, I see. It cannibalizes the, uh, it cannibalizes the control out for the yeah, stereo so, out. Yeah, so there's an yes. in and out and then a control yeah. 
jack, which can be set for expression pedal, tap tempo, or can be used for stereo. Stereo, pretty, app, yeah. pretty clever. That's nice. Yep. So there's also bias trim revo, which is an optical waveform in reverse, like a reverse optical trim. Okay, I guess I don't know why that would sound any different than a forwards optical. I'm trend. not sure either, but I like I like that they're doing stuff with this. I, I, you know, yeah, it must be that the opto sensor is more sensitive uh, to uh, changes upwards in brightness than it is to changes downwards in brightness. So it must have a different shape on the front of the wave. Maybe yeah. it's the only way it would be different. Okay, um, tremolo is a very classic guitar effect. So when there's innovation in this space. I'm excited yep. about it. Okay. Uh, let's see. There's also a traditional opto photo cell. So you get, it looks like you can do optical forward or reverse, maybe? I don't know. Square okay. wave and then harmonic trim. And I saw some demos of the harmonic trim. It sounds very lush and very goopy and, and phasery, yeah, it which is, it, it sounds great. Um, controls for speed, gain, and depth. The gain knob can, is a push push and can control. Uh, oh. Sorry, my Google is asking me questions. <laughs> did you guys hear that? I did. Yes. <laughs> it thought it thought you called to her. Yeah, I think it's my my uh, my NSA agent signing off for the night. <laughs> anyway, hey Derek, just wanted to let you know we're not no listening anymore. Hey, I'm out of here. There's, see you tomorrow. No, there's only shift changes. There's no sign off. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, anyway, the gain knob is a push push control that toggles through the wave shapes. So that's like that's how they're getting this into a smaller pedal box, which I really like. So there's not an extra yeah. rotary control or anything like that. Um, if you push and hold the gain knob, though, you can access envelope mode. I like that. The demos Me that I too. watched, I like that a lot. Speed and depth are both controlled by the dynamics of your playing. Yeah. You can oh, set, nice. You can set a maximum speed and depth range uh, when when setting it all up. So. I think that's really, really clever. I, when oh, you I can like change, that max range stuff too. Yeah. So you can set it, because if you play hard and then it's just going to be like a friggin' helicopter and you don't want that, you can yeah. accommodate for that. Yeah. And then <laughs> lastly, it can also be run in true or buffered bypass. And it, like it's I said, the it has new the hotness. Uh, it, yeah, it's got the, uh, <laughs> the expression and tap control and all that stuff. So I think this thing's a pretty rad piece of gear. Price yeah. point's good too. Yeah, one fifty nine. Get, getting a lot of bang for the buck there. Yeah, yeah, lots of uh, all the demos I've seen, very usable sounds, and with really cool features like the dynamic range stuff, like that that envelope mode. I, that mm-hmm. is one thing I wish more pedals had. I like that. Yeah, because like you're Justin, your Super Tram has the big knobs on it, and you can yeah. manipulate those things with your feet while you play, which sounds great. Yeah, but it's like you know you're balancing on one foot and you're turning knobs and you're playing guitar. <laughs> sure, sure, and yeah. Well, I mean, it, it it's all kinds of different options for like how much do you really want to mess with that? And I think like a tremolo um, can be really cool when it's expressed. Mm-hmm. Um, it also can be really cool if it's just a subtle effect that's kind of an always on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, with the with the super tram, I think the the trick becomes you actually leave it on and you just use the mix knob when you're with your foot to to yeah. turn it on and off because your guitar it's a really good buffer for whatever reason it's just your guitar just sounds fucking great when you have that thing on even if the effect is is mixed out mm-hmm. um with this having you know with the expression 
I, I, well, you know what? I, I always think like when I see these effects that have like an expression on them, um, because tons of the modulations and stuff do, mm-hmm. and obviously that's that's very good and cool. Um, but I'm I start to picture like, do I have like seven expression pedals? I mean, no. Obviously, oh, I would need yeah. to get like right. I would need to get like um like a routing matrix just for the expression, right? I would need to get something. I see what you're saying. You know Sometimes I mean? they make they make um, dual expressions that operate like a wah pedal, where there's a switch in the toe, and you mm-hmm. click it, and it it will flop between like two outputs. Mm-hmm. But that that's still yeah. like, potentially limiting. Um, yeah, I know what you're saying though, because and I also to to piggyback on that to use my business term for the day to piggyback on that idea. Um, do no, you, you think you, you already used synergize, so you can't is, use yeah. the other business term? <laughs> One of them is was well, one of them was sincere. It's up to you to decide yeah. which one. <laughs> um, do you think expressing with an expression pedal in your foot versus the envelope mode does one feel more d- dynamic or or more natural? You to know, play against? Um, I, I the idea of an envelope mode is almost always better than the reality of it but i think this this thing where you're setting the maximum ranges mm-hmm. of that could be i mean depending on the way that works that could solve the problem right like you could yeah. it could mean that really if you were expressing it with your foot you'd actually be doing very subtle movements mm-hmm. you wouldn't be using the whole swing of the expression i think um, so it, you know yeah i think the Potential unpredictability of it is what gives it that kind of like yeah. a different feel as the player, which I don't know if would necessarily translate to an audience, but so much of what guitar stuff is never translates to an audience. Right. But if you so if you're much. creating with the envelope mode, to me that's different. If you're if you're using if you're creating using that function, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. will stand out and and be useful. So that's a good point. Yeah. Like you know. pedals that make you write material differently. Right. Th- like that's a good pedal. And I think yeah. that I think that envelope feature has th- that ability. So. I think you're right. Yeah. I'm trying to think I, of the pedals I, I would have. love to know like I would love to just like survey and know like how many people use expression pedals and is it just like onto one pedal on your board? How many other pedals on your board have the ability to use expression and you don't use them? Or do you have more than one, you know? Yeah. Like um I can tell you I have four pedals that take expression and I'm not using any of them. <laughs> but it, part of it is because, well, actually, I'm sorry. No, that's not really true. Uh, because the HX stomp, to, to consider what an expression pedal is for Helix is a little bit different because um, it can do so much. So I'm not sure if it's like, oh, yeah. if it changes the depth on your reverb or something like that's that's a one-dimensional thing. Expression pedals in Helix can change like a billion different things. So I'm not sure if that really counts. Um, no, but I have, I yeah, I've got expression inputs on my timeline, on my reverb, and on the uh, on the Copper Sound Loma, and like I, like I said, I'm not connecting anything to those. I would love it on the Loma, on the tremolo, but I I think I don't I just, like it's another piece of gear and it's another thing yeah. <laughs> to manipulate. Well, I, I think something like a Helix is where the expression pedal makes sense. Um, otherwise, yeah. I feel uh, paralyzed. Right, because on on Helix and I'm sure other modelers of the like, the expression can change what it's expressing on the fly, and you can change it following you around. Yeah, you can. Like I had a patch built 
because I did have a setup with that for a while, but then I changed that pedal to exclusively a volume pedal instead of an yeah. expression. Um, so I had one where, what was it? When I turned on the trim, the the expression pedal did the rate, but then when I turned off the trim, it became a volume pedal. The expression became a volume pedal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that was a really fun setup, a really usable setup for that kind of multi-purpose effect switching. But... Yeah, so I guess I guess what I'm what I'm angling at here is we need like we need like a universal change in the way pedals are organized or something cuz cuz <laughs> like who is going to buy like a $160 pedal and, and well, an I don't know. I mean pedal. somebody somebody's going to but like and an expression pedal and and also do that then, for other pedals. Like, right, but then yeah. and then and then somehow like they're going to love this, but somehow they're not going to want it for something else. No, because because when you when you attach an expression pedal to this thing, you're you're essentially like serving the role of of like a a proper like Leslie cabinet or something, mm-hmm. right? Like you're you're kind of in that zone. Um so obviously you're thinking about that kind of thing and that's not going to be where it ends, right? You're going to have to attach that to to some other pedals and yeah, I think if I, excluding the HX stomp, if I had an expression pedal on my board, it would go into my delay. Yeah. Almost always, which I used to do. It was an older, much older iteration of my pedal board that had a setup like that. So do you, are you fading in and out the the level of the delay? I'd probably have it manipulate. Because um, you'd tap tempo for, for speed. You know, and that's the other thing about yeah. this. Like it has you, uh, yeah. you're you're using you're you're sharing the output for either stereo or I would either have um, it do time to make it go all kinds of crazy without having to lean over, um, or I would probably set it to mix or something. Yeah. Okay. Or and or multiple things, mix and feedback, Chase Bliss style. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not doing that. And especially with something like Timeline, <laughs> I'm not even. It has a tap tempo. But I'm not tapping in tempos because my band plays to a click. You program them already. I just program that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do tap tempo when I play by myself or if we're playing something that is not to a click, of course. But like anything that matters is already dialed in. Yeah. So, hmm. Okay. Good talk. Okay. Good talk. Good talk. Anyway, yeah. I, I'm MX, serious MX though. I would love to know a bunch of this stuff. Um, Me too. I would love that to be some of the chat over the next couple of weeks. Like, what what do you guys think about expression pedals? Like, is that is that for real? Or now, what? let me. So the the reverb pedal I have has effects that can go into the repeats and in, into the trail of that reverb, like built right in. One of them is trim, and it's got an expression input that I can control the rate of that or depth or something of that those effects. Uh, over the expression pedal, that's way more fun to me because it's already doing some crazy reverb stuff, and then I can make it mm. extra weird in the background. So, hmm. who can argue with that? I'm just reading the, the chat. Says no one. This is, <laughs> this is the, the, the the chat is popping off tonight, guys. It's fantastic. Yeah, they are <laughs> fabulous. Fabulous. Well, um, that's so that's that's what's going on in in the world now. I'm trying to get my robot to work here, and it's yeah. There is other guitar news. It's just that like I I try to curate the show in a way that will give us something interesting to talk about, like this pedal did, and talking yeah. about the whole range of new Fender guitars. When that's listing also a bunch of stats. Talk, yeah, right. um, 
Listing right. stats like is better on text. That's yeah, not what a podcast and, is for. <laughs> right. So there's like strats and tellies and a jazz master and some bases. And they sound pretty cool. They look fantastic. Mm-hmm. I got to say. Quick thing here. The new Fender colors are bitching. <laughs> Aren't they? That they blue? so oh, good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> yep. Anyway, I'm done vamping. Are you ready, Justin? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want, for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $39.95 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping, so you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month. Shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to PedalGenie.com to fill up your wishlist with pedals, and I'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. The butt memes, the butt gifts are really branching out this week. They're really, yeah. um, you know, we've gone beyond just the gif. Now we're looking at images and and we're really X-rays. pushing, yeah, we're really pushing the uh, the definition of butt. And I like that. Keep yeah, that bad. Shit. I can't stop looking at the pig. <laughs> I'm mesmerized it, by the pig in the thong. It's beautiful. <laughs> anyway. That's really something. Let's move on. <laughs> do do um, uh, uh, the the pedal the pedal did not make it back to me. Oh, me neither. There's something <laughs> on its way to me, and it is not here yet. Mine will be here tomorrow. Um, Damn. Yeah. Off by a moment. You know, <sighs> there's there's a lot of times when I send it back like about twelve hours after I meant to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I was like, difference. oh man, I should put that in, and the mail truck is like just down the street. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, I'll put it in tomorrow. And then <laughs> yeah. this happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, although I sent mine back, I feel like with plenty of time, I think it's been the, and I got holiday. a shipment notice within plenty of, oh, holiday. Holiday. Forgot Monday. about the holiday because I had to work yep. Monday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's why. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Which also explains why my trash pickup didn't come today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, anyway, next time we'll have some pedal genie pedals. I don't yeah. think I, I don't think I have the email anymore with what's coming to me because I definitely forgot what I'm getting. Which <laughs> is kind a of surprise. It's a pedal. I, <laughs> <laughs> How are you so prescient? I. <laughs> it's fun. Like sometimes I'll. I'll even mix it up. I won't. I'll see the email in my inbox, like pedal shipment on your on its way. And I'll just okay. delete it. Like I don't even want to know what's what's coming. I'll just it's an oh, exciting cool. day when I when yeah. I open it when it gets here. Yep. Um, but that'll happen again because I'll I have forgotten. <laughs> nice. So do you guys real? I mean, do you guys throw stuff at the top of your lists specifically because that's what you want to do, or is it a random thing? Or dude, I, you, do you? <laughs> I don't touch my list. Are you kidding me? Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I, I for real, um, about, about once a year, I log in and I click on the new pedals thing mm-hmm. and just keep going until I have exhausted it. Okay. That is right. for real what I do at Pedal Genie. I go to new pedals 
and I go I go backwards until they're about a year old. <laughs> I um, yeah. I go in a few times a year. If there's something new out that I have seen that they have in stock that I definitely want to try, I make it a point to go add it to my list. But my right. list is very long. And yeah. it's some stuff. I think the more, 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 the, the, the big year from last time, I added that pretty recently and it came in. Yeah, so. I had a subscription. Right? I, I won a subscription from Premier Guitar actually for oh, six sweet. months. And yeah, awesome. and uh, the thing is, I had my list and I never got what was tops on the list. Sometimes yeah. I got stuff that was on the list, you know, and other times it was just random. Um, yeah. But it, I, it's I a cool service. They, I love the service. I think it's cool. Oh, it's the best. I don't know how they, yeah. if they prioritize it. Like I know that that was kind of the idea early on, yes. just like Netflix used to do. But yep. um, guitar pedal inventory is a lot different than DVD inventory. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Of course. So. No, I just, I was curious. That's cool. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Both in both in cost and storage space. N- meanwhile, there is yes. stuff on my pedal genie list that has been there since the day we started with them. <laughs> that you've never gotten. <laughs> that I've never gotten. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Which is fine. Like that's how it's supposed to work. You know, like yeah, sure. it's not a big deal. But I have on a couple of occasions um, ta- uh, emailed about a specific thing that I wanted, like for a certain date. I have gotten a pedal in from them and used it on a record before. That's cool. Because no, I, I knew I had that session coming. Um, so with a little bit of forethought, you know, sure. and and luck, they can pull that off. And they mm-hmm. have. That's for, cool. They, I, I, that has worked once and not worked one other time. <laughs> so, right. Okay. Um, I've only tried it twice. 50% success rate. Well, in baseball, <laughs> that's great. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. So no, we dig we dig the pedal pedal genie genie dudes. Geez, I'm not even drinking. I can't say it. Wow. <laughs> All right. Proceed. Proceed. Well, it's about to kick right back to you, my friend. Um, People have heard us talk about the fat guy, little coat fuzz a lot lately. And what I want to know is um, actually, what is your favorite pizza topping? (laughs) Oh, I heard. Okay, go ahead. I got to think about this. (laughs) I'm a sausage guy. All that right. Goes along, that goes along with the I'm easy in every way. I'm a sausage guy. <laughs> I sausage saw something works. Today. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. I saw yeah, something I today sausage. that said um, uh, pineapple absolutely belongs on pizza. That's why it should also be on spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent point. That might be the most valid reason. <laughs> to kill that might be good. I That's mean, why I'm with a nice a marinara, for it to be on spaghetti or something. It was so funny. So that anyway, yeah, good. we've we have talked at length about the fat guy little coat, and yes. yeah. it is starting to kind of. I, I'm seeing it in feeds all across the internet that is that is from people that I don't know personally, and that's very exciting to see. And I, I want to like talk to you about. Um, like, how did you start pedal building? We we kind of touched on this a long yeah. time ago when you sent in the fat guy for demo, but yep. let's let's hear it. Yeah. So, I mean, so the story goes, you know, back in high school, I did the garage band thing. Me and my buddies, you know, we would play the talent shows and such, um, you know, get through college. And for whatever stupid reason, I put the guitar down. Mm. I didn't pick it up again for almost 35 years. Wow. And I'll Yikes. I'll tell you right now, it's the biggest regret of my life. Okay. Yeah. Um, About three years ago, I told my wife I got the bug. And it was funny because my daughter taught herself guitar. 
um, <laughs> before that. And even then it didn't stir it. But then one day it clicked and I asked, you know, I said to my wife, just in general, I want to play again. And her being the wonderful human that she is got me a, a, a guitar for my birthday. So I started That's getting awesome. back into, yeah, I, it, it was the best gift ever. Um, you know, and, and again, it goes, it just shows her beautifulness. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, so getting back into guitar and again, you got to remember, so this was in the late seventies when I first started playing when pedals weren't really a thing mm -hmm. at all. I mean, there were a few out there, but you know, I had a Sun SL260 that all you had to do was crank that SOB up and you know, <laughs> you got the sound you wanted and the neighbors mm -hmm. hated you. So, crank that SOB up. <laughs> exactly. And well, just to take a step back from that, okay. This I have my work mode on right now, so I won't curse because I know you guys edited it out. Oh, but well, this we, is really I, difficult. I don't for edit me. out, man. All right, me? all right, fine. This is <laughs> fucking difficult for me. Okay, but I'm gonna try anyway. Yeah. Um, so getting back into the guitar, the, the pedals were the thing. You know, mm -hmm. uh, so I had, I have to try everything or I had to try everything. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. so that pedal genie subscription helped a lot to, to get, you know, to get a, a nice intake of different pedals. And, you know, it's fun for me. I mean, I play at home. Um, you know, I'd like to go out and jam, but mostly I play at home. So it was just about fun. Um, the tinkering and the, the pedal building came in. As I may have said before to some, it's that comes from my dad and my, my grandfather. They were both tinkerers. My grandfather worked for Sperry on Long Island way back in the day before World War II. Wow. You know, building electronic components for, you know, the military and such. Mm -hmm. um, he was actually in the Navy as well. But, you know, he built transistor radios, you know, for my dad. That, that I actually got to hold, you know, that, that, that survived all that time and actually still worked when I was a kid. Um, and my dad was the same way. His focus was on cars, but he loved to tinker. Mm -hmm. And even in his later years, when he, he got into computers. And it wasn't just using his computer, you know, to Google his medicine list or whatever. <laughs> he would, he would, he would order RAM and, and take it apart and watch videos and put it in, you mm -hmm. know, things like that. Now mm -hmm. I, I'd get phone calls, you know, bi-weekly or <laughs> twice, three times a week help, you know, because his computer wasn't working, but I desoldered my RAM. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, so that love of tinkering came from, from those two guys and, you know, I saw some kits online. I said, obviously, what everybody says, it's cheaper to build than it is to, to buy a I lot of I just had this conversation you know? with myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Depends so what I, your time's worth. Yeah, go on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was looking at cons. Um, oh, yeah, there you go. Well, that's, you definitely want to build rather yeah. than buy. Although, I'll tell you what, I'm going to plug a friend, Joe O'Rourke from Like My Pedals. His Klon clone is amazing. I believe the latest iteration is called the K2. Okay. It is, it's deadly accurate. So Ooh, anyway. Google and, just and built is, the K2. All right. There okay. you go. And it is obviously reasonably priced. And the graphics, <laughs> I mean, he does everything. But, you know, take a step back here. So, you know, my first kit was, funnily enough, a, a tremolo. Um, I think I got it from Mammoth Electronics. Put it together, it worked right out of the box. I was thrilled with myself, you know. Um, and then it just progressed from there. I started doing more kits. Then I moved from, you know, the, the PCB kits to Vero and Stripboard, mm -hmm. which 
mm-hmm. you know, some would say you've got, you've definitely got, you know, a self-harm issue if you want to work with Stripport or Barrow <laughs> because it's, you know, yeah, it, it can, it can become tedious and annoying. But I, the way I looked at it, it was more, it was more involved than a PCB. The P, when you get a PCB kit, it is almost truly paint by number. Mm-hmm. Where the yeah, you're hunting is, but, and pecking for things. And, you know. Exactly, you know, component A goes in, in slot A. Vero is like that, but there's more involved, and there's more opportunity to mod and tinker and such without breaking a good pedal. You know, mm-hmm. so right, so you so can yeah, change so, a component and really see what it's doing, what it's responsible for. Yeah, w- without and damaging. Doing, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And and building in Vero or stripboard helps me understand the breadboard process more easily because mm. it's mm-hmm. it's all it's kind of, I don't want to say it's similar but you know the the point A to point B to point C is a little more easy to follow for me anyway being a visual person on a Vero or a stripboard than it is on a PCB so yeah that helped me understand breadboarding even though I'm still in the very beginnings of that I'm understand I understand it but like, you know, half the time when I put something together, it doesn't work on breadboard. <laughs> so I'm still learning that part of it. But um, so then it just evolved, you know, and I, I saw some circuits, some fuzz circuits online. And um, I wanted to, the goal was to get it into a mini enclosure because that's not always easy. Fitting everything in that mm-hmm. small enclosure right. isn't always easy. So it, it was not so much the circuit, but the the, the idea of, beating that, getting it in that small enclosure. Um, so the my pedal, the Fat Guy Little Code, is based on the old school color sound fuzz. So it's, you know, old rock and roll noisemaker. I mean, mm-hmm. it's an easy way to put it, you know. I yeah. also said this before, I'm not the biggest fan of fuzz. I like it <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. So when I started playing with the circuit and, you know, making my adjustments, that was... The goal was to make it a fuzz, not fuzz sort of thing. I didn't want it just all out furry, velcroy fuzz. Mm-hmm. So you know the component changes and the changes in the circuit that I made, and and I'm being honest, it's a simple circuit to start with because you know I, I've still got a lot to learn when it comes to that. Um, well, fuzz circuits. I mean, I'm probably really <laughs> stepping out of line here, but as far as I know, <laughs> like compared to other types of circuits, fuzz circuits are. Um, among simpler. the simpler designs, yes. 100%. component um, component yeah. numbers if are concerned, right? Yeah. So th- no, this exactly. Is, this sort of segues into my next question, which mm-hmm. or or point, which we were talking about in chat earlier today, that the uh, the fat guy little coat, it, it is a fuzz and it sounds like a big fat fuzz, but it behaves like a distortion pedal, right? And this sort of is in line with what I was saying earlier that like so much of guitar stuff is what it feels like to the player and that might not translate to an audience. That pedal is that idea. And it feels... <laughs> it feels Invisible more, outside of your hands. Yeah, but like yes. it changes how you play. Um, sometimes with fuzz pedals, I feel like I it is doing something on its own. Like it is doing something beyond my own playing, and which right. is cool sometimes and not cool other times. And it doesn't always agree with what I want from it. Um, but because this thing behaves and, and responds more like an overdrive pedal or a distortion pedal, um, it, it's that perfect middle ground. And so, like, is that? It's like it's more about how it feels when I hit my string, you know. And right. I'm sure that's a little different for every player. But like, was was and that the guitar. goal? Yeah, right. Was that the goal for you? Or and if it was, how do you even set out 
to do that? Well, all right. So uh, I'll be perfectly <laughs> honest. It was a goal in general mm-hmm. because of my limited knowledge. Now, when I say limited knowledge, we're going back again, 35 years. I had, I, I got an electronics degree. It was a trade school degree, but it was a degree. The mm-hmm. rust is so thick on that <laughs> that, that it, it's sort of there. It, I'll, I'll fi- find myself like having these flashes of, of remembrance, you know, mm-hmm. when I'm doing this kind of stuff. And, and it certainly helped me at least understand, you know, component logic and things like that. And, it, and it's slowly coming back to me. So but, you know, overall, my knowledge is, is still limited. So, again, that's going back to this simple fuzz circuit. That's a good way to start. And, yes, I had ideas as to what I wanted it to sound like. But. Maybe not specifically that. Was it a happy accident? Part of it was. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of trial and error. Um, and again, because the circuit is simple, when I say a lot of trial and error, there are only so many components on the board. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, it's it's interchanging, you know, testing, interchanging, testing to get kind of what I wanted, you know. Um, and, and being three years back into things, I'm sort of still kind of a newbie in the in the playing arena you know what yeah, i mean because I'm, yeah, I'm playing yeah. at home again i don't you know i i listen to you know i watch youtube videos and, and try to learn some of the songs but most of my time is spent noodling and just having fun because you know if, if you're not having fun what are you doing playing so oh, second uh, sister well and, yeah, i mean everybody you know, knows that leo fender didn't play guitar like right. that's that shouldn't be a benchmark i guess no, exactly but exactly it and, is something you, know, I, you hear about like when these career musicians suddenly branch into making equipment. Like it's, it's eventually a thing that happens a lot of the time. Right. right. So it, it's, no, it, it shouldn't be a barrier to entry though. Exactly. And it's true. And it's I like, I compare myself now to, you know, my playing back in the day, musically, I'm light years ahead of where I was back then, but the, mm-hmm. the amount of songs I can play are minuscule compared to back in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, cause yeah. I could, it was basically a parrot function back in the day. We'd learn the songs in the basement and that's what we'd play. Yeah. Now, musically, you know, I'm definitely better than I was. And I could probably play all those songs if I sat down and learned them, but I, it's right now not what I'm looking to do. So yeah, yeah. anyway, um, the tangent is just going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the bottom well, line is, yes, I was, I, I knew what I was looking for. I might not necessarily have been able to write that down on paper saying these are the three things I want to achieve. But it's it's so, a vibe. It's again, it's just like playing. It's a vibe. You want to hit what like yeah. you like, you know? Now you said that the goal was to get it into a mini enclosure. Yeah. Um wh- wh- why was that a goal? And like the the fuzz has one knob and it's just like m- more fuzz. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, so like how did how <laughs> exactly. did you decide to omit things like EQ or other basic pedal controls like level or tone or whatever? Well, I I think that the mini enclosure goal goes back to just the dad grandpa tinkering. Hmm, it okay. was a, it was a thing, it was a goal to set and you know because I I had built a lot of again a lot of Vero clones. And they were in different sizes. I had never built a, a mini enclosure, and I, I so it was, it was like an like artificial sort of a goal. Personal it was challenge. like a, yeah. a per, right. Personal it was a personal challenge, challenge. Yeah. because yeah, I didn't build. I didn't build this at the time with the goal of selling anything. Sure, you know, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I I was just doing another thing, and you know, it, I think that came about when 
I was deciding because even the, the other clones that I built, I always named them. I would maybe make a reference to what it was, but I named them different things. I mean, I, I live in Southern Massachusetts. So a lot of my pedals had references to points of interest around my mm. town or area, you know? Sure. So I, I was coming up with a name for this thing and it's funny listening to the flipping flippers. I love mm-hmm. you, Cohen Paul. Um, <laughs> Cole always talks about the one knobber jobbers. And that's what the <laughs> yeah, pedal yeah. was almost called. I almost oh, called funny. it that because, again, I wasn't thinking I'm going to sell this thing. So I don't need a hook, you know? Yeah. And then it it's like that's my creative process. It it, it It's almost like triggers. Maybe I, maybe I was flipping through the channel guide and saw Tommy Boy was going to be on or whatever. <laughs> but then – I'm like, fat well, guy, I mean, coat. it's a little pedal with a fat right. ass fuzz inside. Well, like that's, that's, yeah. And it, that's what it was. It tracks. I said, <laughs> that's like the perfect name. It's exactly yeah. what it is. It's a fat guy in a little coat. Yeah. So What's, I find it interesting mm-hmm. though, because like so many, so sometimes mini pedals, they strip off features or those features move internal to trim pots or whatever. Right. Yeah. And, right. and I, I, I'm playing the fat guy and I, I don't think. Oh, I wish I could change the mid range, or I wish I could manipulate this or that. Yeah, yeah. So and, I, and whatever I, you did, well some, done. <laughs> thank you. I really appreciate that. And it's funny thing is, I've had some requests to do things like that, and mm. maybe I'll get to it. But mm. again, it's a learning process for me. I know I know what that request means, and I know what I might have to do to do it. But you know, first it's a question of time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a real job that I got to make sure I don't eat into that time. And I'll tell you, working from home, that's not always easy, but, uh, yeah, you know, I hey, or, or you when somebody too, asks yeah. you for the custom thing, it's like, well, what's, what's it worth to you? Because exactly. I'll tell you what, I got to take a day off from work. Right. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, you know, I have a career. I've, I've been, you know, it's a career. I can't mess with that. It's my life. But, you <laughs> right. know, so now, there's, like there's you're a hobbyist some... and it's kind of getting some attention and it's like, oh shit. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I, you know, I'm walking, a, I'm walking a fine line with that. You're right. Because too much exposure. Yeah. That's a good thing in general, but you know, I don't want to be inundated to the point where I disappoint people, you know, right. because then it all goes away, you know? So yeah. I, I mean, am like the clown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're just exactly. terrible cons, to be dude. in that situation, huh? Right. <laughs> well, price-wise, sure. I'd love to be in that situation. Yeah. But so, um, you know, so sort of like yeah. talking about that attention and and the, like the atten- like all of that growing, um you you've introduced the version 1.1 Fat Guy Little Coat. Yes. Which is a new PCB-based version of the same circuit. Uh, all the ones yep. prior to this have been hand built point to point. That's correct. Yeah, Vero board. Well, not point to point. Vero board, strip board. Okay, okay. Um, um, it, it's similar, but yes, that, that yeah. So all all hand built from the the start. So I'd have to, you know, the Vero board is eleven points across, eight points down. I got to cut it out, <laughs> you know, and and drill my my cut holes and yeah, blah blah blah, all that so, stuff. So now moving that circuit to PCB. Yep. How do you, what is that? Like, how do you even start that? Well, I, I have to give a shout out to the boys at Copper Sound and, and Alex specifically for that. Um, Hell yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't say enough fantastic things about that whole crew. I mean, and, and you guys know that already. Oh, yeah. But they are amazing people. And this just brings me to a point that I've repeated a million times. 
it took me until my mid fifties to find my people. Mm. And now I've never been happier. And that includes you guys and the people in the chat. Aww. And, you know, I'll start getting <laughs> emotional now, so I'll calm down. But this, <laughs> this community is amazing from, from top to bottom. And, and the Copper Sound crew are at the top of that list for me. Well, we're glad Alex, you're here. I, I, thank you. And I, I, I mean that. Um, Alex had reached out when I first started the 37 Effects Instagram page. Alex just reached out in, in some DMs just saying, welcome to the community. It's great to see another Massachusetts builder, things like that. Because that's, uh, awesome. that's, just, that's yeah. just the way he is, you know, unsolicited. Yeah. He didn't know me. Um, I think it was, it was actually he heard... He heard about the pedal on from you, Derek. From from yeah, he, you know, um, the videos. He's and, a pretty right. regular listener, which is great. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, just general communication. But then it's funny. I remember specifically reached out, you know, just asking general questions about it. And I said, you know, it's nothing fancy, but it gets the job done. And his response was, "Will you let me know when you want to get fancy? Because I'll help you do it." <laughs> okay, I love that response. <laughs> right? It was the best. I, I I that's word for word. I, I almost. I guarantee you I'm not paraphrasing because that's yeah. what it was. And, yeah. you know, so we started talking more and, and Derek wants, uh, Derek, you're Derek. That's He's me. Alex. <laughs> yeah. Alex, Alex wants to start, start offering design services as well. I mean, oh, you know, because. Okay. Oh, cool. They, okay. Yeah. Because, you know, the things that they do and accomplish don't take much time, four years, you know, so <laughs> why not add more to your daily, yeah. to your daily tasks? Well, you know yeah, what right? it comes down to is, is at this point they've done it. And at this point, they have they have some background, and it's yes. like that's a that's something that can be leveraged. Um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, no, it's and it's he's, certainly he's no a dope. smart move. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. So, um, you know, again, with my limited background in that, um, you know, I know that given time, I can sit down and and learn a CAD program and get this done, and and that is a goal of mine, absolutely. But that might be a year or more before mm -hmm. I can even get semi-proficient in something like that, let alone creative and efficient enough to do it. So I took advantage of, of Alex's offer to do the design work. Um, you know, so he, he created the, the PCB. We worked together on it, but he did the design work on the PCB based on the schematic that I provided. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, fantastic work it was, you know. That's it really looks awesome. great. I'm looking at it right now. The ribbon cable and everything, yeah. very, very classy. I'm, yeah, and, I'm really yep. like hoping that someday we get it to a place of like, well, I've got the pre's PCB version, and there's going to be all these like shootouts and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's going to be, um, it's going to be uh, that whole vintage thing. You know, yeah. you're right. Yeah. There's going to be a shootout. I'd love that to happen. <laughs> um, one other thing that is super cool that you guys are doing, that you guys, that you are doing, uh, that I want people to know is the custom color schemes. Yeah. So, yeah. so tell us about that. Go, yeah. Well, go for it. Yeah, I mean, you, in this pedal industry, you got to separate yourself any way you can because there are thousands of us that do this. And, and that's great. That's fantastic to have a community that large. So again, it goes back to just me love, loving to tinker. And I do come from a creative background. I mean, I, I started life as a copier tech, but for a, a large stretch of my adult career, I worked in a design studio in Manhattan. Um, you know, so, and, and for a while even managed that studio. It was a textile sampling studio, digital print. So, you know, I've, I've, it's self-taught, but I've got that. 
in, mm-hmm. in, in my backgrounds. So as far as picking colors and stuff, and I think it started, it did start in earnest when Brian Gower, another shout out, because Brian's been a backer <laughs> from day one. Brian and mm-hmm. Kyle both on the Tone Over Jerks. at the Tone I Jerks. Mean, Give them a ding. Love those so. dudes. Exactly. Please do. Thank you. <laughs> um, love those dudes. Absolutely. He's just, he hit me up and he said, hey, can you do a hot pink one? And I think he was like half kidding because <laughs> like, he didn't I'm really serious expect- if you're serious. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't think I'd just say, yeah, sure. Why not? I'll He's do it. He's playing hot pink chicken. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, yeah, if you want it, I'll, I'll try it. I'll try anything. That's fine. You know, I mean, I, I had gotten to the point where I knew the limitations of my enclosure finishing as far as, you know, I mean, I use water slide decals because printing is expensive on this level, things mm-hmm. like that. So I knew what water slides could do and couldn't do, but said, yeah, let's try it. So I ordered some paints up and, and, and it worked, you know, and then I thought, okay, you know, I'm going to get the word out that if you want to talk custom enclosures, let's have a conversation. I'll let you know if it's doable or not, or if, it's worth even testing and mm-hmm. it's grown from there, you know. Um, people will see a custom enclosure I've done and then they'll start mixing and matching, you know. Yeah. And that's what it was. It was, yeah. the, it was the visual, you know, on the Instagram that allowed people to get creative on their side and hit me up and see, hey, can you do this with this? Um, right, like can you take this knob from that one and put it on this color? <laughs> like that's the thing. Yeah, that's the, so fun. The anodized and, stuff is really it's such it's a yeah. touch. I've always I mean, like yeah. I've always liked that. And uh I'm gonna be a shout out master tonight. Do it. Uh yeah. Love My Switches. The 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 team over at Love My Switches has that stuff. And I did an Instagram post the other day where I, I ordered some at five forty eight at night and at 610 it shipped <laughs> and I had it from Oregon three days later so that's just because they have nothing going on over there no though. exactly it's, you know only wildfires and stuff but other than Come that on, get the right out the door. yeah exactly they're waiting they're for drumming me drumming their fingers on um, the table but they're great they're, they're great people so they have stuff like this and yeah it, I've used it I've used this stuff on the pedals I built for myself before I started and just continue to do so because um, you know it definitely Tickles a fancy, as they say. People love it. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, really even the, the custom colors have evolved, you know, as much on the customer side as they have on my side. I'm willing to try it and, you know, we'll see where it goes. I've got some oh, really dude, crazy orders at, right now. I'm looking at Love My Switches. You gotta, I'm going to put one in the chat. You got to build a pedal with one of these flying oh, saucer yeah, skirt. Have- <laughs> <laughs> I actually have one of those in my box of parts. I, that would be I never so haven't awesome. used it yet. But yeah, and that, and that, you know, that's a good point because I have built stuff based on what I've ordered. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like basic, like almost like reverse engineered. I see Get that stuff junk laying around, you know? <laughs> well, it was like this. It was like oh this with, with Sorry, they, they have a, a knob called uh, <laughs> obese. I think that's the one you got to use yes. for the back. Oh my God. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I know. I know the obese. Yeah. It's 27 millimeters. Oh my God. Yeah, that's, a, that's a big one. That's, that's even what, too big. That's what's on my, that's what's on my yellow amp. Oh yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> right, right over. Uh, uh, over there. If oh, you yeah. can see it. The, the, yeah, the bottom, the one on the bottom. 
It's yeah. got those all in the face of it. Yep. That, that'll that fit on the fat guy. That's the biggest. The 27 is as big as it gets, but it sort of overlaps that fuzz, fuzzier, fuzziest text. Well, what are you so, afraid of if, you know. if the knob hangs over the, the enclosure? What are you what are you, what are you scared hey, of? Hey, I'm just, it's just imitating me. I got, <laughs> I got a lot of knob hanging over the enclosure around my waist, so it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so even like, so, so my latest one that I sent out to, to one of our dear listeners, Mr. Jamie Evans, love you, dude. Um, that came about, I, I was in the, I was in the hardware store grabbing some paint. It could have even been clear coat or just, you know, primer or whatever. And I saw that pink and said, oh, I got to do something with that sometime. It's like a and shell pink kind of, right? Yeah, it's called blush pink, but it's shell pink. It's the same yeah. color. Okay. Um, yeah. Grabbed the can, brought it home, and it sat for a couple of months. And then Jamie ordered. And, you know, it's no secret that his daughter has my heart. That little kid, <laughs> she is like the most adorable child ever. I love my children too. Love you all. But she's just adorable. So I, <laughs> I said, all right, it's time for the pink. It's time for that blush pink, you know? And then... Saw the, um, you know, saw the, the, the sort of mint green nuts and, and, and knobs and said, all right, I think that's going to work, you know? So it, again, that create my creative process is sort of like just a series of triggers. It doesn't all come together at once. You that's know, really, it may, I love part, it. part one it's may happen. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, it was so. funny. I'm looking through your Instagram feed and I'm seeing like the, one of the early posts, there's a silver box fat guy little coat, which must have been yeah. a very early one just for that yourself. Was the first, that was the first one. Um, yeah. And now I like, I, I saw the gold one and I was like, oh, is it a different, I thought it was a different circuit at first. Yeah. I was like, is he already on to a different version? Is this like V2? And then, you know, we started talking and you sent one up and like, I, it's, it's not here. It's done with my guitar gear at the moment, but yep. like shortly after that, they started getting customized. I was like, Oh no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what it was. Um, and now I'm I'm trying like, to I feel the, this like collector feel like I got to get one to match <laughs> each guitar that I have. <laughs> well, I joke with you, you know, this is a Pokemon. I mean, you got to catch them all. You do. You know, you do. So <laughs> I um, love it though. Yeah. The, the silver one was the first one. Uh, and, that, and it's funny that came out of necessity because I was having an easier time getting the graphics to stick on a textured hammered tone paints. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, you know, that's silver. And even the gold is, is, you know, Rust-Oleum stuff that you use for your patio furniture. Um, but the graphics stick better. So, um, that was out of necessity. And then, yeah, again, it, again, I've learned and, and I've come to understand what works and what doesn't as far as graphics and such go. And I'm still learning. Every day is a learning day. I mean, that's, that's old school corny, you know, euphemism but it's true you know well, it's never oh, not just, been true you know, else so. i just noticed on the pcb <laughs> version the led is on the left instead of on the right yeah i had to make some changes i had no choice oh fascinating um, because <laughs> things fit things fit differently i know i love it um, fascinating yes um things fit differently if you if you notice yeah. the 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 foot switch had to move down so oh, i had yeah, to move okay. the 37 effects graphic because that used to i liked it, it sat underneath the, the foot switch, but it won't fit because in order to fit everything that had to shuffle around and the mm-hmm. space on the, on the input side of the pedal, uh, is not there anymore for the mm-hmm. LED. Mm-hmm. So, you know, previously the LED hole was just a drill hole that I step drilled. So it had a little bevel in it, but there was no bezel. Um, mm-hmm. so I had to move it to the left. I got a bezel. I, I, you know, went to a smaller size LED, so it'll fit. Um, because I love the larger, 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's funny. I came across that just a little while ago and ordered a bunch of them. I, I was an Amazon find. Oh, nice. I usually don't order much from Amazon because they're Bezos. Believe it or not, they're pricey. Well, yeah. that's part of it, but they, <laughs> they they're more pricey for that kind of stuff than you can get from yeah. you know Love My Switches or Small Bear or or, or you know some of the other ones. But um, yeah, so it, it you know it, it 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 evolved. I mean, it's a version one point one for a lot of different reasons. Um, that's yeah. really cool, man. I'm really happy for you. This is, it's so cool to see them. And like, whenever you post, I'm like, I'm so excited to see the new colors and the stuff that people are coming up with. <laughs> and you. I love that. Like you're, you're, it seems like you're just sending them out left and right. I was actually with Eric when he got his, oh, uh, cool. the, the blue and white one. That was, yeah. was a great color choice. It, yep. it looked awesome. Um, yeah, we it's funny. Up, that's the local high school color. So it's when I was building it, my wife was like, oh, that's Fairhaven Blue Devils. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we, we plugged it in. Actually, I still had the triple graph here at the time and we plugged it in yeah. with um, with that and had some fun with that setup. It's just like, it's so big, but manageable. Like it's fuzz, yeah. but it's, again, behaves like a distortion pedal. So it, it right. feels under control. So yeah, yeah. I, I can't thank you enough and everybody enough for this. I mean, oh, of course, I'm, man. Like it, it, it rules. We we wouldn't endorse it if we weren't into it. That's the thing. Yeah. So we no, are and, into and it. you should hear Derek off air. He's like, oh, I got this pedal in from this guy. Boy, I hope this doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's a turd. Oh man, what am I gonna do with this brick? Hey, um, seriously, until recently, that was my thought with every pedal I mailed out was they're just doing this to be nice, you know, <laughs> but no, I've, I've gotten some compliments yeah. from other pedal builders and, and, you know, it was funny, the first sales I made to people I don't know. Right, um, were important mm. for my, for my self-confidence, definitely. And, and then that's to have a, them that's report a big back, deal, yeah. you know, I mean, you want to hear a crazy thing. So, you know, I'm a big Mark Maron fan. And yeah, I saw this. His, yeah. he's, he's gone, he's gone Instagram crazy, uh, for a lot of different reasons on his side, personal and otherwise he he's on Instagram a lot. And he started a thing where he's, he, on his story, he's sharing anybody who tags him. And I, if I'm remembering correctly, the line was sort of like, use whatever is in your arsenal to help your well. I can't even remember. Oh, right now, but it was to, just a, uh, yeah. Use whatever options you have at your disposal to maintain your sanity. Exactly. So hmm. I posted a picture of a couple of the fat guys and said, this is my weapon of choice. And he shared it. And I've yeah. gotten three sales from that. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. There you go. I, come on. That's amazing. Like three people specifically saw that on his story and reached out and ordered pedals. And that like blows my friggin' mind. You know, I've sent, I, and I've actually, you know, DM'd Marin, not that he's ever going to read it, just to thank mm-hmm. him for that because it's yeah. mind blowing to me, you know? Um, I, so yeah, I mean, it, never know, it's dude. definitely I mean, involved. I'm <laughs> right, pretty know. far with people just DMing on Instagram. You See, never there know. You go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That time Red Shell showed up in the chat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Crazy yeah. story. Asked so, him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, so, so it's cool. And you're right. You never know. I mean, I, you know, I can only dream and hope. But anyway, um, it was a cool thing. And it's definitely helped me evolve personally, too. Because, you know, I, 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 can, I can spend my time wallowing, just like the next guy, you know. And this has been great for me personally and, you know, quote, hobbyist professionally slash professionally, you know, mm-hmm. 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 that's awesome, man. So is it fat guy, little coat for the foreseeable future? Do you have anything else in the works? I have stuff cooking. 
Um, cool. It's been, again, it's been tough because of time. You know, yeah. I, I had, um, I had it's probably tough shipped. because Jack White never wants you to talk about things before they release, I know. right? Exactly. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know anything. I don't say anything. You know, I, I was in the Copper Sound shop the Friday before it dropped. Yeah, and those things, those things were all over the place. And I, I looked down. I don't even think I looked Alex in the eye the whole time just because I didn't want to – I didn't want to ruin anything even to myself. It's not like I would go out blabbing. But I swear to you, I couldn't tell you what they looked like. And they were so funny. of these things. Him and Jordan were boxing them up because they were ready to take their Nashville trip. And there were racks and racks of these things. And I didn't – you know, between my glasses steaming up from the mask and just me not wanting to know. Oh, I, I yeah. was like – <laughs> three feet from these things and I had no clue until he dropped it on Monday what was going on with the thing. I love that. Um, I love that. So, yeah, it was cool. It was definitely cool. All right. Well, Well, I assume we'll be the first to know when the next super (laughs) secret project is ready to... Absolutely. I mean, the plan is to have something... I don't want to commit, but, you know, right after the new year... You don't have to commit. You know? Yeah. No, I know. No, I mean, like you're a real human being with like a real life. And this is yeah. just something that's, uh, you know, to, to, I'm not going to say it's taking off because that's really, no, like, it's just but, getting some traction. And that's so exactly. exciting. And like, it's, exactly. I'm glad so, that it's going so well so early. Yeah. Um, no, I appreciate that. And and you're yeah. right. I Again, I don't want to overexpose. I don't want to overstep because then I'm going to end up disappointing people, like I said. And I don't want to do that because then it goes away. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, this stuff is cooking. It's nothing crazy, nothing fancy. We'll, we'll start with the same phrase. It's a simple circuit, but it gets the job done. And I think that's probably my mantra and, and my form factor, so to speak, mm-hmm. going forward. It's I think, nothing crazy, but it gets the job done. I think people will understand that you're a, a one man shop. Like you're yeah. not a, it's, I mean, yeah. I said you guys earlier as in 37 effects, the pedal company, but that's you. Yeah. And, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And no, I haven't had a single person when I, you know, cause I, I lead with the price and then I say it's a two week build time and it's built that's, for you. Yeah, and yeah. I've had, yeah. I've never gotten a pushback from that and I've only gotten positives. I've gotten people who have come and especially people again, who I don't know, who are just a customer saying, I want this because I know it's built just for me. Right. And that's important. And and I'm happy to provide that because if that's, I, again. Yeah. If I ordered a pedal from someplace and they pushed back, said like, well, we got to build it first. I would be like, you do you. Like, yeah, right. build that sucker. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I, oh, oh, no, I, I wanted it built. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, it's, it's different than buying a, a pedal at a store or something like something that's off right. the shelf. Yeah. So if, if I was working with a small company and they said like, yeah, it's going to take a little while to build it. I'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. And, and even my, my philosophy on the fat guy is, is definitely going to evolve over the next few months. Now that I've got the PCB and it does help and, and, and improve the manufacturing process, there's probably going to come a time soon where there is off the shelf stuff. That's going to be at one price point, but then the mm-hmm. custom stuff might be a little more because, you know, I mean, right now, again, one man show that labor is free. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. you know, yeah. um, the custom stuff does take longer to do. I'm happy to do it. I love to do it, but you know, yes, as, as a quote company that that'll definitely evolve over the next few, few months as well. I mean, I stated, so when I posted the first V1.1 that, you know, get on that $90 train cause it's leaving soon. Right. So you let's know? talk about that for a second. Like <laughs> yeah. it's 90 bucks. Now, is there a standard color? Is it the gold? 
Yeah, I'm not sure yet. I, okay. It's either going to be gold or gold and silver. Okay. And then, so there's, there'll be a standard one and then a custom one. And right. like if somebody wrote to you and said, I want this, but I don't care about customizing it, what would you send them? Probably the silver with either red or black graphics. Okay. And a black knob. Yes. Um, um, and that that's probably going to be the $90 pedal. And I'm not... I'm not going, you know, I'm not going boutique here and charging mm-hmm. $200 for the custom colors. It's <laughs> yeah. going to be like 10 bucks more or 20 bucks sure. more. I don't know yeah, yet. But, yeah, make it worth your, you know, your extra time. Exactly. And, yeah, the right. communication um, about deciding on colors. and Right. Um, and then I can also have some of the $90 level ones ready where yeah. they might only need to wait yeah. two days or three days instead of two weeks because I've got 90% of it done. Again, I haven't worked out the details yet, but it, it'll certainly help me expedite things much better and, yeah, and provide more options for the customer. So I'm, I'm awesome, sort man. of working that out. Um, awesome. So the PCB version, it says, uh, I think I saw somewhere that it's 90 bucks for a limited time. Yeah. Is that, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 look, I don't have a set date where I'm going to say, sorry, now it's a hundred, but okay. um, <laughs> one know, of those days uh, you're going to wake up and you will have missed it. And yeah, then get with it. Still, yeah. Does that still include shipping in the continental yep. US? Yeah, so. Within within the US. And it's cool because I have I have one shipment to Canada that's done. Nice. Our uh, friend of the All show, right. Andrew Walsh. Hey. Um he, he has one of the early ones. And it actually shipped one to Matt Quine from the Fret Talk podcast on the Isle nice. of Man. Oh, and cool. it made it. <laughs> it took a while because apparently it. It, it's it sat in my post office for about oh, a dear. week behind a shelf. Uh, yeah, I couldn't get any tracking information. <laughs> I went down there and they said, "Oh yeah, we just found it." Oh, thanks. You just found. Thank you so <laughs> way much. to go. You know, so um, you're doing yeah, a so. great job. But yeah, he did. Matt got it. Matt loves it. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'll do it internationally. I mean, we'll we'll negotiate a price and I'll do it internationally. Awesome. Uh, I'll just that, I'm just covering costs like, in a case like that. You know. Yeah, like that's the thing for, and it's ninety bucks shipped in the U.S. That's a crazy price. And I think yeah. for, yeah. I've thought about it as a gift for people at that price. <laughs> right. <laughs> like like people, oh. I really want to have try it or yep. just like you need to have this pedal in your arsenal. That's an approachable price for me. Like as like a one time. Like hey, look. You're my no, bud. I, yep. to get this, you you got to have this. <laughs> or give mine away I, and buy a new one, like that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, I totally get that. And that was part of the plan, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm not <laughs> looking to gouge people. It is a selling point, certainly. I've had a few sales and they've been honest saying, I mean, you know, they're, they're taking a flyer on it. Turns out they love the pedal and that's great. But, you know, 90 bucks is 90 bucks. It's not crazy when it comes to a pedal. That I'm rules, still man. making out okay. And, you know... I'm getting the word out. It's it's sort of is it's that sort of philosophy. Awesome. So where can people find you? Instagram is the main place. Yes, Instagram thirty seven FX, and that's the word thirty, the number seven FX. I'm real good at creating you know uh, titles that are difficult to just find. <laughs> I couldn't just do three seven. I had to spell it out. It looks cool, but it's annoying when people try to find it. But yeah, thirty seven FX on Instagram. Uh, I do have a Facebook page as well. I try to share it there, but most of the stuff goes on on Instagram. Um, okay. You can DM me when you get there and 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 talk about you know. Uh, customization and things like that. Uh, I do. I am working on a on a website, whether it's Big Commerce or Big Cartel, or whatever you know, or even just you know a simple website that's coming. Um, but right now, it's working well. Again, it, it goes along with that overexposure thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I'm I'm in a good place build wise with my current method. So uh, Instagram is definitely the way to go to find me. 
Um, awesome. Yeah, there will be a super. link in the show notes for that, and uh, we'll we'll post it around with the episode as well. Um, people need to get on this because it's just the coolest thing. And at this level, like get it on the ground floor. It's just the coolest shit ever. Right. So, <laughs> so hit one before he runs out of bezels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, you should see. It's like my ordering process is that, that again, old school euphemism. I'm like a duck, man. I'm gliding on top of the water, but underneath those feet are going a million miles an hour. <laughs> because I'll be, I'll start a build and go, All right, I, I don't have this. I don't have this. Love my switches. Please help me. And, you know, I get this stuff, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. So I think, I think we're good. I think let's get that, on out of that's here. That's awesome. And, yeah. Thanks so yeah. much for joining us on short notice. I know, uh, Derek just asked you to, he, like this morning, he was like, Hey, should, uh, <laughs> should we have Doug? I was like, yeah, ask him. He's like, well, yeah. I think today is pretty short notice. I was like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Ask him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, look, an eight, an eight o'clock start time is easy. I'll do that on a weeknight. I mean, just real quick, our, 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 uh, you know, Masters of the Cinematic Universe last week, we did two episodes and those last two hours each. And oh, we had yeah. we had internet <laughs> problems besides. So it was a Monday Oof. night. We finished at two in the morning. Nope. And, you know, <laughs> I, I put that, I take the, the headphones off and I am jacked. I am like wired. So it was like 4.30 <laughs> and I'm getting up at seven to, to work. So eight oh, o'clock, yeah. this is easy. Are you kidding this me? I can still watch peasy. shows with my wife tonight. <laughs> yeah. All I right. like it. <laughs> Well, thanks a lot. It's it's been fun, and yeah. um, hope everybody had fun. And man, that was that was great. That was great. Hey, yeah. there's there's little left to do besides uh, plug the hell out of out of Discord and Patreon. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna man. be honest with you. Now is the time on the podcast when we pump you for money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> deal with it. Um, no, truly, uh, di- the di- we record the podcast in our Discord community, which is going on all the time, which means all of those minutes that you spend not listening to the tone control, there's actually still tone control out there waiting for you. All you have to do is get onto Discord, which is totally free. Please come join us. Once you're here, I think you'll realize that some people have yellow names, and I'm going to let Derek tell you why the yellow people are the kings. Yes, if you have a yellow name, that means you are a supporter, supporter plus, 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 plus. And supporter <laughs> plus is is the perk in Patreon. Yes, we have a Patreon. So for a dollar a month, you get you get the supporter role, which is, what is that, red? I don't even know. We, we have one and they're never I, I here. Think everybody <laughs> skipped that role. Yeah, everybody skipped that one. So for a dollar a month, we thank you a shitload and your name is going to be in the show notes and we're going to tell you thanks in the episode, just like we're about to do here in a second. But if you double down and you pay two bucks a month, <laughs> Or more. More is an option. We have, to bri- Just- we have to give Brian Gower a penny every time we say that. Right, I give him his dollar back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wash. He, uh, so, okay, so yeah, two bucks a month, you get to listen to us record the episode live in Discord every other Thursday night at 8 o'clock Eastern time, which is what we're doing right now. And you've heard us saying like, oh, the chat, like there's the gifts and people are saying in the chat this, that. That is what you can do with us. You can distract the living shit out of us in the chat if you want every other Thursday. You can come and comment <laughs> on, you know, everybody's guitar gear opinions every other Thursday. You can do whatever you want in the chat, you know, within reason. We're all, yeah, don't be a jerk. Every other Thursday. <laughs> Unless you're a tone jerk. Right, yeah, one tone jerk is allowed in the chat, the other tone jerk isn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one tone jerk that can barely work the chat, so. <laughs> that one is the supporter. He's our one supporter, one yeah, tone <laughs> 
Love you, Brian. Okay, so love you. <laughs> big time shout out to Andrew Walsh, Jamie Evans, Jeffrey Wright, Doug King, Doug Gann, Righteous Ryan Johnson, Steve Huffman, Jonas Sabatini, Eric Garibaldi, OG friend of the show, Brian Rizzi, my man himself, Doug Christ of 37 Effects. There yeah. he is. He's right here. Uh, yeah. Sean Wright of Lollygagger Effects and Brian Gower and Kyle McIntyre of the Tone Jerks Podcast. Thank you all so much. It's, oh yeah. Uh, a dollar a month, two bucks a month, not a load of money, but it makes a big difference for us. And it is so, it's if you, just so If you pay wonderful. $100 a month like me, you get to be on the show. So. Shh, we just, just, all right, Justin, cut the tape. Just. Sorry. Damn it. That was actually Sorry. a special rate for you, Doug. Everybody so, else oh, wow. is going to get a much higher price. Yeah. We charged Red Shawl a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> you can afford it. That's all right. Yeah. So, all right, that's it. I'm good. Let's get the hell out of here. What do you say? All right. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, guys. Yeah, this has been amazing. It really has. Thank you. To all the components out there in the tone control circuit. Let me know when you want to get fancy. <laughs> <laughs>